Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. And I'm Kelly. And today we have a guest with us to talk about The Leftovers. Welcome, Dan. From Hi, I'm Geek, uh, I'm Geek Girl Dan. Geek Girl Dan. Well, yes. And, and serious <laughs> TV drama, Dan. Yes. But I was, I was a Geek so Girl this, first, so, you know, I have to represent. <laughs> so this will be a very serious episode, won't it? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a straight shooter when it comes to this kind of thing. Stop smiling. Okay. Stop smiling. Stop laughing. Stop smiling. Let's talk about the show. All right. We're here to talk about the leftovers tonight. But first. I, oh, Dan's Andy. leading the podcast. Well, I, I think his podcast is leading the podcast in the background because I see those ears popping up. Look how cute. Oh, my God. Richie. He's a good boy. Richie. You might hear some hissing in the background later, and you'll know what that is. My podcasts are not around. Oh, no, there's Archimedes. Okay. She normally doesn't come around, but I'm up in her room right now. You have a cat named Archimedes, and I have a cat named Richie, named after Bon Jovi's guitar player. So I guess that shows uh, our intellectual levels. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's the other cat's name, Kelly? Yeah. Well, I've got Philip. I'm forgetting his. Yeah, Philip. Okay. And um, Chloe and mm-hmm. Ebby. Now, Ebby is spelled E B I. One of my daughters named her, and Ebby is cooked shrimp sushi. There, because there are two types of shrimp sushi. There's the raw shrimp, and there's cooked shrimp. <laughs> so Ebby <laughs> is cooked shrimp sushi. I've never seen the raw shrimp sushi. <laughs> yeah, I forget what that was called. I used to know, but I've forgotten. So anyway, tangent. <laughs> tangent. Are we keeping count of these? So since we forgot to yeah, do it last you. week. Um, so what, what are we binging? Um, and, and Dan, why don't we start with you since you're our guest? Well, I don't really have time to binge stuff anymore. So I just like, I'm barely keeping up on current stuff, but last, yeah. like, but this week it's all about Twin Peaks. So, you know, other than, you know, Better Call Saul tonight, but pretty much screw everything else, you know, other than <laughs> everything else, it's good. But Twin Peaks, good stuff. You watch that, Kelly? I mean, or have you watched that back in the day? No, no, I think I saw like an episode or two, but it's obviously out of context. So, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys should check it out. It's probably up your alley if you like really bizarre uh, really cryptic, creepy stuff. I think we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how well, how was the the uh, was it the return? Is that what it's they're calling it? Yeah. Oh, it was it was it was so good. I mean, I enjoyed like the X Files coming back, even though it was pretty shaky and like people were kind of iffy on it. But this is like like actually like there's like you don't have to bend over backwards to justify like anything. They just did a really good solid job. It's you know it's just really good so good mm-hmm. i just loved it it was you know cool seeing a lot of the actors i mean they're all 25 years older and just you know the way they, the way that the david lynch like you know is so meticulous with every shot i mean it's just beautiful to watch mm-hmm. are, are you pretty fucked up going to be podcasting about it uh we're, we're, i think we're going to try to talk about try to talk about it on when we talk about a solemn fargo this week and then just see how it goes there's only so much okay. time now so we'll just see how yeah. she goes <laughs> Yeah, cool. Well, last week I forgot to mention that um, I had watched the second season of Master of None, hmm. and it was wonderful. They they do some really odd and different things. Um, there there are a few episodes that are just different, and they were wonderful. It's it's really one of the best shows on. Um, you can compare it to like Atlanta or, or something like that. And then, um, so, so yeah, you guys should watch it. Did you watch the first season? No, either of you? no I'm um, terrible at getting to any of the Netflix shows. I mean, it's like the only service that I pay for, but I always forget that these shows exist. No, no. <laughs> I've, it's been, rec- it's, you know, it's been recommended highly to me by CJ and a few other people that like would be right up my alley, but I just haven't made the time for it. Is it is it a half hour long show or is it an hour long? It's half hour, and then I think one episode was an hour long. Okay, so, well, I could and there probably were handle that. ten in each season. Yeah, that ain't that ain't bad. Yeah, um, and also then this past mm-hmm. weekend, uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt mm-hmm. season three. 
Yep. And those are half hour episodes. Um, There were 13 episodes. So that was like just five and a half hours total to get through. So that was less than a day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly watched it all on Friday, and <laughs> like I did a, I did a one two sitting. <laughs> yeah, one sitting, but then Owen got home. I had a migraine that day, and so I got rid of it. And mm-hmm. then I watched, and then Owen got home, and then I watched the rest. So, yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, here's what I just realized. Um, last week was like other than these, the the dramas that are I'm always going to be watching. Last week was a comedy week for me. Holy shit. <laughs> so between John Oliver, which is ongoing, and which my son and I watch, Silicon Valley, which he and I now watch weekly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Five and a half hours straight of Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, my God. And my husband and I went to see Chris Rock live last week. I wanted those tickets. They went on sale in Pittsburgh. I think it was last December. And they sold out within two hours. We got tickets and they were not fabulous tickets, but they were fine. And um, they sold out so quickly that he added two more shows. So two more nights. Um, And and it was good. Yeah, it was good. So, wow. Did anyone walk out of the show? No, because Pittsburgh rocks. Yeah. I know people yeah. walked out in Houston. Yeah, I know, I that's so that. stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, oh God. Yeah, no, people here tough, love the, the, the gun jokes and the hunting jokes here. People really like those. Mm-hmm. Even though we have hunters up here. Um, the show here was in the middle of downtown in this old, gorgeous theater. Yeah. So. Uh, and even as Chris Rock pointed out, people who came to the show, it was like this little liberal enclave. But if you went, as he said, like 20 minutes in any direction, then it's, I don't i don't remember the phrase he used, but like Hicksville or Trumpsville or I don't know, just, you know, that you'd be, he, any black man would be in trouble. So that's <laughs> very true. So. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> so. What? <Yeah>. I know, surprise. <laughs> I yeah, know. Now, wait, it, Dan, you're white? Dude, now that we're on video. Right? Yeah. yeah. You're uninvited. We don't need any more white men. Oh, yes, I've been punished for that. It's pretty much nonstop since the election, so. great great i'm not no i'm not good enough yeah yeah unfortunately i I don't give a shit (laughs) there's a podcast that um amelia and chris and i did like five years ago um and i think the title of the podcast is you sound like a white girl because uh I did not get invited to that one. Though you could No, that was before you. That was before Kelly. BK. Before (laughs) Kelly. But see, if you did another one of those, you could invite me and like have me be the um the control. There you go. (laughs) To be the the white girl that you would commit. But I don't sound like a Becky, do I? Do I? (laughs) Am I Becky? I mean, oh my God. I probably sound like more of one than you. <laughs> you did live in California. So. Yeah. So yeah. I and I go into uh, that, you know, Valley Girl speak a lot. So Oh my God. And <laughs> and I only lived in LA for four years. Um <laughs> so. speaking of Amelia. Speaking of Amelia, my podcast fluid for tonight, I mixed vodka with lemonade that I brought back from Amelia and Garrett's wedding. Oh, oh wow! Too, Amelia and Gary. You still have it? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. I just opened the last bottle. I brought a couple, couple off my back, and I just opened it. I needed something to mix with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had my uh, wedding lemonade for. I don't <laughs> know. I, I ran out probably a couple of months ago. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good lemonade. It lasted a while. Yeah. 
so okay we're here to um talk about <laughs> the leftovers the leftovers okay, it's so not the leftover six. lemonade right ah wait where's the rim shot <laughs> whoa so 306 certified hmm. <sighs> oh it's such a sad episode so okay we do have yeah. to like kind of chill transition into a more serious tone so so the title can we comment on that real quick yeah yeah of course so i i did rewatch it i watched last night and then i rewatched it today um at first i was thinking all right the title to me sounded like certified as in like certifiable as in you know crazy mm -hmm. and that still makes sense to me because Lori being the therapist and her thing about, you never tell someone having a psychotic break that they're having a psychotic break and everyone around her was sort of somehow certifiable, probably from her perspective. But then of course she has that comment about, yeah, I know I'm certified in scuba diving. So obviously that's the most obvious or the most direct meaning of certified mm -hmm. but i still think that it has that other underlying meaning what do y'all think yeah I, yeah, yeah. I, that's the one i was thinking always certifiable. like to have a double meaning yeah, yeah. they're and, clever that way and you know starting the episode off with her as a therapist and mm. then the suicide attempt so mm. you know there's so of course you would think certifiable mm -hmm. and certified in, in that way um and I, I kelly you and i we already kind of talked about this in a message uh we we're thinking of uh chris cornell you know and the the latest suicide um and being surprised in some not be, all right no i'm not surprised that they left it on it's that so yes yeah, susan you commented and i'd forgotten that they delayed that Mr. Robot finale, was it? Yeah. Yes. Season, season one. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd forgotten about that. I think that years ago, they would have also delayed this episode in light of Chris Cornell's suicide, especially around suicide, yeah. because when a suicide happens, how it's reported on in the news can affect other people um, committing suicide or not. Right. So this, there could have been a concern that this might spark some copycat suicides or, or whatever. Um, so I was mildly surprised, but also pleased that they did not they, yeah, delay this. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't change the, the, um, the title song was oh. Suicide by Grave Diggers. Wow. Um, and then the, the song that was over um, that scene in the beginning was Wherever I May Roam. Um, that it's a Metallica song covered by Apocalyptica. Let me ask y'all real quick. When it doesn't matter what song. It, okay. No, no. Let me rephrase that. Has there been a song playing over the opening credits this season that y'all feel has fit with the opening credits when you're watching the opening credits have you heard a song that fits those images oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah the perfect strangers the perfect strangers one really fit nicely it just kind of seemed like the kind of like you know schlocky images you you know other than the people that have been departed uh, that you would see on some kind of sitcom so i thought that one really fit the best some of the other ones i'm not so sure i mean you know they've been kind of well i was gonna say that the personal jesus cover that one mm. that one uh fit well with it both in in tone mm. and uh mm -hmm. with the images i thought yeah, I think the personal Jesus one fit the came closest to fitting for me, but none of them has truly fit for me because every time I see those images, 
I am triggered to think huh. of. Um, I'm not making fun of that word when I when I use it there. I think we should be able to use that word in, in myriad different ways. I I remember the let the mystery be. Yeah. <laughs> we heard that song ten times while seeing those images. Mm-hmm. So now that was kind of your catchphrase for last year on the podcast. Absolutely. So exactly. I'm sure. And a yeah. little bit this year too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now every time I see those images, I, I hear that woman's voice, which kind of grated on me. I mean, that extreme accent, you know, but that that's one of the things I don't love about country Western music is when their accents are so accentuated, accent, accentuated, huh. sorry, exaggerated. Um, but, <laughs> the, but the whole thing, yeah, let the mystery be. I still hear that. Though I guess it's going away now. Oh, ooh. Okay, so the more <laughs> they play other songs, and it's a different song each week, the the more Let the Mystery Be is fading away for me. The more the mystery is fading away, the more questions are being answered. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. It's a metaphor. <laughs> there you go. Maybe Lindelof and Parada are, are not letting the mystery be. They are giving us some answers, and they are actually. See, we did say at the beginning of this season that while we probably won't get answers to where the departed went, and we're fine with that, we suspected that we would get answers to whatever questions were raised at the beginning of this season. Well, and and others from from previous seasons, because you know now we have the answer to when and what um, prompted Lori to join the guilty remnant. True, God, that was wild. Oh my God, and the and the woman, yeah. the baby. Right. Oh my Sam, God, mom. Yeah, yeah. And the idea that that some of them think that the departed would come back to the exact same place. No wonder Lori tried to kill herself. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, that freaked yeah, that me out. Be... Yeah, that the embryo. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think about. I, I didn't fetus. think about it that way. Yeah, that the fetus would reappear. Oh my god. Yeah, but would it have been like like uh, what's her name? The mom, Sam's mom, said. I mean, would right? Would it be older? I mean, would time have passed, and or would they just come back exactly as they were? Spoiler: Time traveler's wife. <laughs> Have y'all read it or seen course, it? Of course. Um, I read it, but I don't no. really remember it. Okay. Yeah. Or if the baby came back to the same place, though, it would just end up like on an opera, uh, like an examining table, because right. that's like the actual like physical location. Yeah. Unless you count a, you know, a body as a. Gee, I'm I'm uh, just a I'm just a white male, straight. So who do I know if a woman's body so is a if, geographical location or not? I can't I can't right. say anymore. If there were another woman laying on that table, uh, would it would it be like transported into her uterus, or would it have to be uterus? Or be, oh oh my god, we just. Uh, or or so would it go back to that physical coordinate? Like the exact same coordinates. Right. Or in that case, would it go back to Lori's body no matter where on the planet Lori was? It's just too much. God. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. That's uh, fucked yes. up. It All is. Right, moving on. It is. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of this, of this so. episode, like going back and forth between... Nora and Lori with senior, we'll say Lori at the farm. That was interesting. We never saw how Lori ended up with Nora. Maybe we'll see that in the next episode. Or maybe not. I'm okay with that. Um, so to me, it was almost schizophrenic. Those Certified. two sides, mm-hmm. right? It was it, at first sort of hard to keep up with, like figuring out what is mm-hmm. going on. What is the time yeah. Um, and then the black eye yet. was kind of a, it's like, okay, we know that's later after the black eye. <laughs> from, yeah. From Nora. 
Yeah, true. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 we've seen a lot of a lot of shows where they have a, you know, an episode where it's, you know, really bouncing all over the place, non-linear. So at, at this point, I mean, you know, I didn't really have many trouble keeping up with it. I, it was executed well enough where it wasn't like, you know, deliberately vague juice. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I just mean like at first I was wondering, okay, what's, which one is which? You know, how did this happen? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I saw Lori, like, uh, you know, Lori was bird dogging the, uh, like, radar doctors or whatever, um, I was like, okay, what the heck is she doing watching them instead of Nora? I was a little confused. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting, too, that Nora was back to being so cold and biting. Well, I'm, the, the day before or two days before, you know, she and Kevin broke up. So, and you yeah. know how she... she got some anger issues majorly yeah yeah so if the world weren't going to end management <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but she saved the book or one of them saved the book whatever's left of it yeah it'll be interesting to see how much of it is left i guess there isn't a digital copy well or we don't know I guess we still don't know that. And, you know, I'm thinking that I'll, I'll bet, well, all right, who knows? Lori is the one who brought up to Matt about Nora. So it must be either Lori or Matt who called Nora once they arrived. Yeah, um, I get the impression Matt they both, they probably like all, all went to the motel. Yeah. Yeah. Because Matt, when they arrived and he was asked about, you know, can, can you, do you have, what are you doing? Can you come down to the police station or whatever? And he said, whatever, what was his specific answer? Yeah. You know, there's no plans or is all the time in the world, whatever. So that indicated like Matt's quest was over. He, he was giving up on his Kevin thing. So maybe he did call Nora and if he didn't, then Lori must have. So I guess no big mystery there. Yeah, I mean those little things. Yeah, yeah where, where's the baby? <laughs> no go. big deal, right? <laughs> and now that we know where Lily is, <laughs> other baby. I know, um, Holly. Yeah, Holly and Lily. Yeah. Oh, now we're Holly growing up together, and uh, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. All the uh, wee babies. <laughs> all the babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well while we're still on Lo nora for a moment then at the end mm -hmm. of the nora section what is she gonna do I, I think she goes through the machine and then maybe that scene that we saw in episode one was a flash sideways forwards whatever mm. so what about the story about the usher in the baseball stadium the buzzkill yeah i, th I so, thought it was a really nice analogy because i mean uh, you know just i mean it really really tied into what she had done you know a couple episodes ago with where she went after that uh you know the guy that got killed that fell in the off the tower and died yeah you know nice so does that connect to this and the machine yeah maybe so I, that's what i was kind of thinking that does that mean that she is then going to stop them or like rat them out about the machine that she has to be the buzzkill about the machine? Because yeah, she has some acceptance about like what she's doing, like isn't like a total dick thing. Like she's doing it for a reason to maintain order. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cause Cause she otherwise seems to be fucking that. chaos. Okay. Yeah. If she does go that. through the, if, if she does go through the machine, do you think Matt goes through first? I mean, he's dying anyway, and he's there. Do you think there's a chance that he, like, you know, test, <gasps> you know, test the waters to make sure it's safe? Because we have no idea. Whoa, what an idea, Dan. Maybe he goes through and Nora does not. That'd be interesting. Ooh. Yeah. And will his cancer be cured on the other side? If he, well, if there is a place to go, you know? Yeah, it's like it's, it's like chemotherapy. Yeah, it's like it's like chemo times like ten thousand. It'll be you know kill one way or the other. That's right. That's right. 
That's an interesting idea. Mm -hmm. Nice one, Dan. Thanks. I definitely enjoyed that scene. I mean, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't come out of this episode you know, particularly depressed. I actually found it, it seemed to be kind of uplifting in some ways. Like it seemed like a lot of the characters were actually coming to terms, like with how, I mean, just are. So it, it yeah. kind of felt more, more cathartic than uh, depressing for me anyway. I can see that in some mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. So how about like when, so we're jumping but so did the episode when Lori left Kevin and he asked her, has Nora gone? Wasn't that, was that, his, were those his exact words? And her answer was, we've all gone. Yeah. Oh. That was hard. Yeah. That answer. And that didn't apply to the men that she knocked out inside or did it? I mean, what you could, you can interpret that in so many different ways. We've all gone from what, from the rest of the world, from him, yeah. from each other, from themselves. Yeah. I guess we've all gone from something. Yeah. Like, you know, there's no going back from, from that point. I mean, there's no, like, mm. no, just no way they can restore normalcy. There doesn't seem to be any way they can like get back to that. Maybe something on that order. Yeah. Well, in, in, in the things only Susan sees or thinks about. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Remember, okay. Their, their friend Arturo flew them over there to Australia and you know, was assured that he'd be back in time and, mm. you know, he left his sick mother and everything. So he's just kind of stuck there, you know, <laughs> if he's waiting for them or did he, I don't think he went back. Um, maybe he, maybe he them. did because where did he land that they had to take the ferry over? In Tasmania. Tasmania. Okay. Maybe he went back. Let's pretend he went back. Well, let's well, he assume was supposed he went back. to take them back though. No, okay, but he got tired of waiting. His his mother's sick. He went back. I mean, they did say that Kevin couldn't leave because flights are still grounded. There's always a chance that he wouldn't be able to go. I mean, a return trip isn't a humanitarian mission. So he could make something up about the humanitarian. I mean, he got there for humanitarian. Thing. He, it was humanitarian, so he was able to go back. And they called him to tell him that it's no longer that that they can't that that they didn't rescue Kevin and that he should go on back. They called him. Okay. They, they called him. And previ previously we've seen on the shield that he's a good liar. So he could probably coin something. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. He, he went back to his mom. Unless we see <laughs> otherwise, he's back home with his mom. He already okay. made it. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll let that go. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When, you know, that's interesting, Susan, because I thought when you were going to say the things that only Susan talks about, I thought you were going to talk about, I don't know, like, you know, how how Kevin's package looked while he's riding a horse or something, maybe. <laughs> well, I did notice he was on a black horse this time and he was on a white horse in the uh, in the season premiere. Yeah, but which Not one did he look better on? That's what I need to know. Mm. Probably this one, because, you know, it was nighttime and he was, you know. That's <laughs> a nice beard too. There you go. Okay, now what does that mean that he was on a white horse at the beginning and he's on a black horse now? Hey, I don't think it has any But like but the <laughs> wait, whoa, wait a minute. Okay. But the hero rides in on a white horse. So are you saying that he's not really the hero now because he was riding no. in on a black horse? No, good God, no, because he's the fucking messiah. So he Kevin can ride any fucking horse Susan? he wants to. <laughs> you know how upset I'm going to be if he ends up not being the messiah. Well, it must be because of the misspelled tattoos. Huh. You can't be the messiah if you have misspelled tattoos. Tattoos are misspelled again? What? I, I don't know. I don't know. Who said that they're misspelled? What? In real life, he has tattoos that are misspelled? Probably. Misspelled tattoos? What is this? Who says that? Well, Lori said it on the plane when they were coming Oh, Lori over. did. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. 
Oh, so Kevin does not. I don't so, know. Yeah. Kevin but, does, but, but since they're tattoos, then Justin does also probably. So Okay, that's fine. Actually, you have to have some flaws before you can be the Messiah. You're not born perfect. You well, have I to was. have flaws. Okay, that's why okay, you're not the Messiah, yeah. Dan. Oh, that's... <laughs> To be the Messiah, you have to first have some flaws. You have to have things to overcome. Oh. That's in the book of Kelly. (laughs) Oh. Oh, of course. Of course. As far as I know, the only only mistake I've ever made was saying chick on this podcast. So if I, maybe, you know, is that a big enough mistake to produce martyrdom for me? I'm not sure. No. No. Gosh damn it. Oh, you, you shouldn't have mentioned that again. Uh-oh. You, you hear the hostili- hostility in Kelly's voice now. <laughs> no, she, she knew there was no way we are going to get through the through a podcast with me without me bringing it up. It's just, you know, it's it's like, well, it's like the Wolverine. It's the Wolverine. It's the... I haven't done Wolverine tonight, and I'm using that headset, too. <laughs> because because the boy downstairs is on my computer with the good mic so yeah <laughs> computer with the good mic is that like becky with a good hair? right wait <laughs> <laughs> right, i'm lemonading right <laughs> but unfortunately i am the becky with the good hairs <laughs> hey my hair is pink and purple so my oh, hair man, is better than they- yours then yes, you you do have the better hair then, because I only have purple, and it's very faded at this point. So it's only lavender now. Man, <laughs> and Dan has no color in his hair, and we're way off track here. And he's a dude, Just brown. so yes, yeah, true. He's the dude what, what with the brown about? hair. I don't know. Kevin, the Messiah. So how about that dinner table conversation? The which conversation? At the dinner table. Oh, yes. Yes. That dinner table table conversation was awesome. The apostles, senior trying to figure out who, which of them was which apostle. Um, Okay. You know what? Hold on a second, though. What is up with Michael? Because Michael called Lori. We're not entirely sure why. Mm-hmm. Michael was, he seemed really reticent at the dinner table. Even before he was knocked out. <laughs> you <laughs> think? So maybe he should be the Thomas. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. So he's definitely not. Archangel Michael that we were already talking about that before like I guess back with Book of Kevin when we were speculating just like Senior was who is which apostle and we were talking about Michael because Michael was not an apostle Um, the only Michael would be Archangel Michael so I think you're right it has Michael become Thomas maybe he he uh, maybe he He could he could just be kind of like having a crisis of faith because he could have done some like you know hardcore boning down on the party crews that we didn't see. So maybe maybe <laughs> something like that happened. <laughs> Wait, that's right. It happened off camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I'm trying to let pass whatever phrase you just said. <laughs> Boning down, was that it? Correct. Is that the phrase that... Oh, okay. Hardcore boning like, down on the party cruise. Boning down. Okay, I thought you said like bone and something. I couldn't even tell what that was. Okay. I'm <laughs> keeping like, it could, clean. I could watch it, <laughs> but whatever phrase... Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and I just watched yeah. Chris Rock last week, and yeah, there were some things there that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And if that's clean, I'd hate to hear dirty. <laughs> no, it was not at all clean. 
<laughs> no, 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 for, no, no. For me, Dan. that's clean. For me, that's clean. Me, the Chris Rock of podcasting, okay. it's very clean. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm thinking Michael did not go bone down. <laughs> <laughs> or bone up. Or sideways. I don't think he's boned. <laughs> there was a lot in in many directions. On that, on that bone in, bone out. <laughs> I don't think you never know. I mean, you know, there's you know, a lot of stuff going on there. Lions, tigers, probably some actual cougars. You know, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. You know, get him in the uh, right, get him in the right mood. Maybe he's feeling a little seasick. Something crazy going on. I don't know. Yeah, but probably not. I'm thinking the only bone he's ever had is like some barbecue ribs. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. So, but I am curious about how he seems to have changed and, and, and if so, why? And with there being only a total of eight episodes and only two left, I'm doubting, haha that we're going to get a Michael centric episode. No. Mm-mm. So I, I, I suppose it might be tied to what Matt's been going through too, because obviously Matt isn't really feeling it anymore. So that probably has shaken uh, Michael a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. It's just interesting. I guess I'm a little bit disappointed in that. I understand Matt, but yeah, maybe, yeah, but I- maybe he is the Thomas little bit more to him i mean he's i mean he's not not particularly three-dimensional at this point i mean when of course with two episodes left i don't really see it happening he just kind of has that general like you know this is a devout person you've seen this a million times before not bad not poorly portrayed but you know but we really don't know him yeah and and that sucks because i feel like we knew him better in season two and if this were a 10 episode season I really wish that they could have expanded it to 12 episodes. We could have had a Michael-centric episode and a John-centric episode. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose they must have spent the money on going to Australia or whatever. They're, you know, well, I don't know if it's... Oh, I think it's because it just wasn't getting the ratings that some of their other shows were getting, um, which is ridiculous because it means there's stupid people in America. Huh. I had n- I had no idea. Oh, huh. huh. and I never <laughs> had that thought until just now. Huh. I know. Me neither. Really? Me last November, you didn't shocked. think? Uh, no. I'm pretty sure America is actually great. It's great right now. Really great. Really awesome. Excellent TV shows. Believe tremendous. me, everybody's been saying that. I know. I thought America was tremendous, and. I mean, if if the leftovers couldn't make America great again, then not, no one can. No one. No, they're making Australia great again. Oh! You've got it, Susan. I'm moving there then. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's where Kevin is. <laughs> yeah. And I have joined huh. the cult of Kevin, so I need to move there. Well, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens in these next two episodes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even if he dies for good, I mean, look, Jesus is gone, and that's been 2,000 fucking years, and the cult of Jesus is still going strong. So that's even true. if Kevin is gone, I mean, that he doesn't die until a year from now, if he dies. So I'm on the bandwagon a year early. A year from now? What? Yeah, this happens in 2018. Do the look it up on the timeline. Look it up online. I will. It happens in twenty. So actually, a year and a half from now. It happens so, in twenty October this... twenty eighteen, if I remember correctly. I'll look it up. You you two talk. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Is, is this there. the end? Yeah, is you're this right. The end yeah, of. That's correct. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is this the uh, the last we see of Lori? Her character is resolved for oh. the series what do y'all think or dan what do you think since susan asked the question well i i don't know if we need to see her again i could see something and we might see her in some kind of uh maybe some kind of like flashback where where they meet up with matt 
or met them and Matt meet up with Nora in the uh, you know motel room and grab the grab the book and do whatever. So we might see her there as to whether or not she has any part left to play in this story. Is she dead or not? I don't. I'm going to say no. I think I think the way the episode, I mean, they framed it as certainly possible. But I, I but going with my like catharsis thing, I'm thinking more of just like okay, she, the episode started out with her having a suicide attempt. Now she's just like okay, you know, I know what's going on here. I know I've been through all this stuff. I don't need to do this right now. I mean, there's just I don't know if there's a reason where she really needs to do that right at this moment. I think she's just kind of like accepting it and just like yeah, you know, maybe Nora wouldn't mind uh, you know doing it like this, but. I'm just going to, you know, go out and have a good time and don't have to. I could be wrong. So you think she was just out there for a swim? Yeah, just doing it, just, you know, just, you know, releasing something. But So in some ways, while I was watching that scene, it felt predictable within the episode because of her suicide attempt at the beginning because of Nora talking about if she were going to kill herself, she would do it through scuba diving. And because of Michael, who just killed himself. And so then I was like, oh, well. Yeah. You know, it's really it felt, on the nose. Yeah. So then it felt kind of anticlimactic. But um, since she said, I'm Judas. And on the rewatch, well, both times I noticed, but especially on the rewatch, the look on her face when she said, I'm Judas, she said it so piercingly, mm-hmm. almost venomously. If she really is Judas in this situation, she has to kill herself. So mm-hmm. she has to be dead now. So... At this point, if she's not dead, then it's going to be anticlimactic. And the fact that she was crying or was holding back the tears when Jill called, and that was maudlin, but it gave her the chance to say goodbye. And then she said, bye, kids. Again, maudlin. But um, to me, it's going to be anticlimactic if she's not dead. And at least the fact that Jill called then mm-hmm. when she doesn't come back, then that dude will know who to call. It, um, uh, well, she hopefully, when she signed the waiver, they usually have like emergency contact. Yeah. And so there is that. It all, it also, it all depends on whether or not the, the guy driving the boat believed the world was going to end or not. If he knew this was a one-way trip or, you know. True. Did she pay him extra for you, you'll just take me out there and leave me or, you know, true. But he sounded like time was a factor. So maybe he believed that he was bringing her back. It wasn't the time a factor because of the storm coming in though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That too. Yeah. That's true. It, it, mm-hmm. it strangely, it felt to me like time was a factor that he was just going to leave her there. Which doesn't make sense unless, like you said, she paid him extra and it's like, you're just going to leave me out there and I'm going to whatever. Yeah. And he was okay with that. Yeah. I don't know. But then again, she left her stuff in the sealed bag in the boat. Yeah, And I listened to the entire end credits thing where they just had the the sound of the uh, water playing the entire time. And there was never, yeah. a, you know, it was a couple of minutes and there was never a, you know, a motor starting. True. So if he, if he was part of this, like, you know. A willing participant in a suicide quest. I I don't yeah. know if he would have uh, you know stuck around. Yeah, true, true. So she, I think she's just not going to come back up. Well, unless she floats up dead, but she shouldn't float up because she's wearing the weighted the weight belt. Susan, what do you think? Yeah. <sighs> Jeez, that was you know I was um, live tweeting and at, at when that scene came up i'm like no laurie no 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 so (laughs) so i don't know um i hope that she'll be back what would you think though if she's back considering that we now know that she tried to kill herself at the beginning and then changed her mind okay maybe she went out to go scuba diving not with the idea to kill herself maybe she went out there to prove to herself 
or to prove, yeah, to herself or to Lori, not Lori, Nora. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To Nora silently that see, I don't want to die. Um, but if she, then why would she be crying when Jill called? So maybe she went out there to kill herself. And then when Jill called, had if she if she doesn't die okay yeah. right then maybe jill changed her mind but if yeah. that's the case i'm gonna kind of think that in some way she was a coward no yeah. and that doesn't make sense <laughs> i know no, but that there that's was a, weird yeah. it's just there was a thread going <sighs> to the episode with that with that lighter you know that kind of kept like you know her relationship with Jill, you know, kind of, you know, right there in our faces the whole episode. So maybe this is just, you know, part of some kind of resolution of that. I mean, obviously she had some kind of issues going on and then she, you know, had to get the lighter back and then she gave away the lighter. Gave so, it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just think that, you know, she's just out there and just, she's had, you know, she spent, you know, days with these guys and just doesn't, you know, she's an atheist. She doesn't believe in all this other stuff. And she's just out there as the storm rolls in and they, they frame the shot with, you know, the, the storm that's, you know, supposedly going to cause a, uh, you know, world-ending flood. It's you know, right there, right there, and half of half of the frame. So she's just out there swimming, and in this kind of a, a way of just like, you know what? I'm, you know, screw this. I'm not going to buy into that crap. I'm just going to do my thing and do whatever, and just I'm not going to buy into their thing. I mean, because she definitely has a uh, you know that kind of a streak in her too. I think she's jealous of their faith, or I think she's envious of their right. faith. She's she's a woman of science. I think she wishes that she had not, not necessarily wishes, but yeah, maybe sort of wishes that she had their faith in something that she was passionate about something the way they were or that they are, that she, um, that she were driven the way they are about something like that. And maybe now she feels rudderless, Mm -hmm. purposeless, unlike them, that each one of them, even Matt, Matt, even I mean, he still has faith somehow in God, right? He hasn't given up on God. And in this moment, mm-hmm. he is clinging to Nora. Yeah, he, he's maybe given up on his faith in Kevin. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the book of Kevin. He's, he's given up on the cult of Kevin, Matt, yeah. The cult of Kevin, yeah. But everyone else ha- is on a mission. She has no mission. And her kids are grown, which is a good thing. You know, they don't need her. She hasn't abandoned them either right. because they and are grown up. And they're together on the anniversary. And Yes. Right. Was it Nora who said people should be with family or Matt? Yeah, and they're with each other in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So she really doesn't, well, I mean, she has her husband, but he's doing what he needs to be doing, right? And she refuses to stay with either of them or with both of them. She could be there with both of them, Mm -hmm. but she doesn't have faith in either of them. So what does she have to live for? Well, but you know, I don't have faith in anything. There's still stuff to live for. So, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be tied to that. I agree. But I think she no longer agrees. I'm speaking from her perspective, not yeah. from my own. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't know if this, if this is a place where she would do that. If she, if she didn't do it right after her baby departed, uh, you know, whether or not, you know, I'm not going to get into that rabbit hole of an argument as to whether or not it's a baby, but in the universe of the show, that's what happened. And that's what yeah. she believes. Well, yes. I, yeah, we had that, this argument two years, two years ago, not you guys, but I mean, I, I don't know, on various Facebook threads about, you know, what's what and whatever. And I, uh, you can, you can about imagine how it went, but yeah, you know, she was able, you mean she if was it's able a to baby or not or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, at, I remember 16 weeks, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, just real quick, my personal perspective of that is whether you, I mean, technically it's a fetus, but if you are planning on having the baby or having on it, planning on having it, and you can call it a baby. I mean, so if you, Dan, want to call it a baby, then fine, you call it whatever you want. 
Lori right. can call it whatever she wants. Um, yeah. When I was pregnant and wanted to have my children, I called it a baby. Even when yeah, I first found out I was pregnant at five weeks, you know, I said, I'm having a baby. And, or I said, you know, I'm pregnant. I thought of it as a baby, even when it was still an embryo. Yeah. But just, when a woman yeah. wants to have an abortion, <laughs> then it's a fucking embryo. You yeah. know, in my wow. opinion. So, and, and as a biologist. So anyway, go on. Sorry. Sharing um, my feminist perspective there as a yeah. geek girl. Yeah. No, that was that was that was that was very that was, that was, that was no, I found that to be very reasonable, you know, from my own limited perspective. But you know, it's the, the same. You know, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, if you want to wanted to have a baby, pretty much the second you know that you're having one, you know, you don't just treat it as a bundle of cells at that point. You just you see, you know, you see the future, and yeah, that is somewhat tied to your own ego and just like you know what you want to how you want to replicate yourself. But it's still it's a very strong you know very strong feeling and it's not one that I'm I, I would be willing to ignore in my own case but she definitely you know if she was able to get that point when she was that low you know that close to the departure she was willing to not commit suicide at that point I don't see how she's in worse shape now at this point when she's you know definitely more you know insure more sure of herself you know use actually been using her skills to help people when you know back when she made this initial suicide attempt, she definitely wasn't helping people. She was just, you know, just wasn't feeling it at all. She seems to be in an, an okay relationship and she's getting along fine with, with Kevin. Um, you know, I'd like to think that she did not uh, do that. Just went for a nice swim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just one last thing though. Back then after the first suicide attempt, she, um, I think when she, you know, she had that realization that she could go join the cult of the, the guilty remnant. And, yeah. and now she, she is beyond cults. She went back to pure uh, rationality. And well, that's, that's a good point too. Cause after being in the guilty remnant, um, you know, she, I mean, she sure she has even less patience for all these, jokers that are around her that are all just you know oh you know i'm totally right about this and kevin is totally the messiah i, I would have less yeah. patience for that after being you know involved in that and, and kind of coming out of it feeling that it was somewhat of a sham yeah 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 and it was her her patient said you know they'd tell me what to do yeah <laughs> and so you know huh. she, she didn't know what to do after her and so she's like okay and now she's just, yeah, she's more certain she knows what to do. Seeing that patient too, I mean, it was interesting. Just, I mean, it's a character we've we've only seen a couple times and just barely, but it was just interesting seeing like how desperate she was to like get an answer because I'm sure she feels some guilt for how like completely apathetic she was. Like, you know, right when the baby departed, she was just you know doing her thing, you know, just right. I mean, just just going through the motions. So I'm sure she has some kind of guilt there and wanted uh, sure. you know, yeah. want Lori to tell her how to wipe that shit clean. Yeah. And to, to see, I thought that was amazing acting on the part of Amy Brenneman to watch her face change that to go from um, objective therapist to all of a sudden when she heard that theory that the departed may come back and to the very spot from which they just departed and the realization that, oh my God, you mean the fetus may return to the spot where I was huh. and the horror of what that would mean. And yeah, that she all of a sudden was thinking about that and no longer hearing what her patient was saying. That was, I felt the horror in myself and then watching it on her face, it was amazing and i i had to re i mean i was going to rewatch the episode anyway but i needed to rewatch just for that moment even yeah. yeah really nicely done it's been a while since we've seen her act in a specific way where like a scene where she's you know not not saying anything and using her facial expressions because she definitely was very effective with that in season one and it's it, you know this seems like i mean i guess that was probably a few years ago but it feels like a really long time ago and it was just nice to see because yeah. we definitely see the other actors' uh, skills uh, spot uh, spot more yeah. um, than, than hers. So it was nice that they actually gave her, uh, 
you know, a nice solid arc in this episode and the stuff to do and, you know, the chance to use their acting chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, one last thing about, yeah, her acting there in the beginning. It looked to me like she was really throwing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did she really swallow that Ipecac? Or she may have. Or a real bottle of, uh, you know, to make it look authentic. I I would like to know. I mean, if they had to do it multiple takes, then then no. But if they mm-hmm. were able to do that in just one take, I mean, at, I might be willing, if I were an actor, to do it only once but i mean obviously if you did it more it would just ruin your body and your teeth and everything but um, and your voice yeah Yeah. but one time it it just that i mean for that far away shot standing in the Mm -hmm. shower Mm -hmm. wow and that's you know another another susan thing it's like well you're in the bathroom there's a shower there must be a toilet nearby but yeah, yeah i know the visuals the toilet. but maybe they did that for maybe i don't know maybe why don't we message eric and <laughs> or maybe scott knows or we need to find someone who uh could tell us about that or Erica, she's a writer. <laughs> there you go. One of one of our film industry people. And yeah. yeah. Could that have been done any way? Could it easily have been done any way other than for real? Might she have done it for real? Because I, I guess I'm hoping that she did it for real. I don't know why. It, it certainly looks <laughs> that way. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of people have uh, something against method acting, but um, I like it occasionally. I like that's that kind of dedication. All in. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. when people don't half-ass stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah just, just don't research it, Kelly. Just let that be in your mind. You know, okay. from now on, to the end of time, you can just, you know what, I'm going to bring up Leftovers 3x6, make myself a nice snack, and just enjoy my favorite scene in the series. Yeah, I'm gonna let the mystery be. Yeah, that's it. it. (laughs) Well, and it it, to me it wasn't gross because it wasn't food. It was like charcoal, and I know it wasn't because it was ipecac that she that she swallowed. But I mean, it was black, so that was fine. It wasn't you know chunky. (laughs) To me, it was gross because I was actually eating and it was not expecting that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) no. (laughs) <laughs> see i i mean yeah normally i don't like gratuitous barfing scenes um but yeah it wasn't the typical beige chunky so i was totally fine with this oh yeah good stuff yeah. really nice yeah <laughs> nice consistency anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good splatter pattern all the good stuff you'd like to expect from a nice yeah uh, no 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 and then this morning I had to clean up cat shit and cat bark right <laughs> outside of the, the kitchen. There you go. So I was like, thank you. Thank you. It's just <laughs> great. Yeah, they didn't you like wishing the... they had gone to the shower. <laughs> I know. They never choose the the hard floor. They always choose. Oh, I hate that. It was carpet. Oh. It yeah, was it's carpet. the worst. They did they not like the new litter that I bought. Right oh, my God. All right. Sorry. Tangent. Yeah. Damn cats. Yep. It was not one of my podcasts. It was Ebby. She's very picky about the litter. Yeah. (laughs) I bought the litter only because I didn't want to pick up the 40 pound bag that I normally buy. Anyway. And I didn't want to go to the specific store that had it. I was in another store and they didn't have that. I, I, I think we're probably done with this episode, huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, is there anything we've missed? I'm trying to think. I like that, Ed, that Kevin is so chill now about all of this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to die tomorrow. No and problem. that he loved that he's finally totally accepting of that it had happened before. He knows he's not crazy. And that um, he felt more alive there than ever, than anywhere else ever. Awesome. Yay, Kevin. And even the look on his face, 
totally at peace. I am so happy for him. I enjoyed Kevin Senior's uh, Kevin Senior's shovel handiwork was pretty sweet too. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so funny. Yes. I love him. So then, did you oh. steal this car? <laughs> oh yeah. As if that I mean, wow, just that one thing. Oh, the dog. I love that dog. Oh my god, <laughs> he's so cute that face and the way he stands and those ears. Oh, like what am I going to do? These people used up all my arthritis meds. Oh. <laughs> he is so cute. Oh my God, I want a picture of that dog. You can just tell he doesn't puke my- or shit on carpet, only on hardwood. <gasps> only on hardwood. <laughs> He's a good dog. Good dog. <laughs> oh, he is so precious. I don't, I don't want a dog, but I want that dog. You know, there, there was another dog in the, in the episode, the one that uh, bit Nora. <laughs> no, I don't I mean, want that bit dog. Lori. Lori. No, this dog, this dog is so. <laughs> freaky looking that he's awesome <laughs> what is his name we probably heard his name in another episode he's probably in the credits it starts with an a arthritis yeah. <laughs> arthritis <laughs> that's why that's <laughs> what's on the thing arthritis yeah the medicines are pain meds so and since arthritis is written on the bottle that must be his name <laughs> arthy oh Sure. Okay, Kelly. And the TH is pronounced like it is in Neanderthal. Y'all know it's not Neanderthal, right? It's Neanderthal. Yes. I'm serious there. I know. Okay, so this is arthritis. So it's arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Kelly. I'm teasing about that part. <laughs> this definitely sounds like a podcast that's getting recorded at like one in the morning, but surprisingly... It's not even 10 o'clock Eastern. So, uh-uh. so, so, so maybe Kelly, did, are you sure? Did you send a, one of those uh, vodka lemonades to Kelly? Yeah, yeah no. so but, I crushed but I up an arthritis pill in a canine. But I did take one of Artie's <laughs> pills. So no. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at y'all do not have to stand because I need to get my son to bed, but I am going to look up the cast list and I'm going to find that dog's name. All right. Yeah, we should go because yeah, my my uterus hurts. Okay, so. mine, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, why? Wait, why did she get her IUD taken out? Why to go through the machine? Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, so she might go through next week. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, or she wants to convince so. them that she's going to and wants to get a little farther in the process. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, look at all this that I have done. I have tracked you down. I had my IUD taken out. You've got to let me go through the machine now. Or she'll do it without them. Now that she knows where it is, she'll wait till they leave. She doesn't know how it works. Doesn't matter. She'll figure it out. And she's got Matt there to help her. Or that's why he'll go through Dan's idea. She'll, he'll go through um, to let her test it on him. I'll tell you, if we see either one of them go through the machine, it's just just going to wreck us. I swear it's going to be, it's going to, you know, they're going to play some music. It's just, just going to be just perfect. Oh, yeah. And we're just going to just be a, just a freaking mess. So Dan, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, so where, where can people find you and listen to more um, if they want to? <laughs> or avoid yeah, you? <laughs> I, I, I highly doubt anybody wants to listen to me, but um, we do a podcast called The Serious TV Drama Podcast. You can look for it on iTunes. We talk about comic book TV shows, Fargo, Better Call Saul, the good stuff. And Who's I we? Just, uh, me and my podcasting partner, Scott. He's very lovable and uh we talk about good he also TV shows. he also started here he was another geek girl guy whatever yeah yeah and then well, we kicked yeah. y'all off we sent we kicked y'all out of the nest <laughs> to your own to your own podcast of, your own no, corner kicked, of the internet we kicked y'all out of the soup you guys grew up you grew your wings and we we pushed y'all the soup and you went off and now you'll have an awesome podcast of your own yeah thank you yeah, we try, but but we wouldn't have been anywhere without you guys, and you know, 
those those mm-hmm. good old days. I, I, I it, it's too bad that you know I, I don't. Do you watch Better Call Saul? Like, do you have cable anymore, Kelly? Well, I, we totally watch Better Call Saul. I yeah, but you don't for, watch it live. No, because they won't let me. I'm, I, no. I buy it on Amazon, and so it means mm-hmm. I get it the next day. I subscribe to HBO now, and so they um, I get to watch that as it airs. It's been several several years. Most awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Back back in the day when when Breaking Bad, the final season was airing, we would all we the the four of us would have a live uh, or you know a group group call going on while watching the Breaking Bad episodes live, and it was just such a fun fun experience, a cool thing to do. So it's it's, you know, yeah, but we can't do it for some, but busy, busy. Yep. So. Oh well, that's right. We'll we'll finish just in time for to watch it tonight. <laughs> well, uh, hell yeah! I'll watch tomorrow, but y'all have fun tonight. Enjoy, Saul. Um, All right, we'll do. Well, thank you and geek on. Thanks. <laughs>